You are listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break, episode number 28. Today's episode is something I actually really enjoy talking about and that's negative reviews and negative feedback. Sounds a little bit weird but it's very true. We all dread it for some reason and as creative entrepreneurs many of us live with our hearts on our sleeves. We create and we sell our art and our craft and it can be hard doing that in front of a big audience all the time, especially when we fail or especially when we get negative feedback or negative reviews right in front of everybody, right in front of the world and our audience. You will experience this. We all get negative reviews. Whether we like it or not, it's part of a service-based business or it's part of business. You can't please everybody. Do you ever leave a negative review? I have done it a couple of times, I'll be honest, but it's been a really bad experience to push me to the point where I actually will leave a negative review. You know, when you have a bad experience with Uber and your Uber driver and you get out of the car and you're a little bit annoyed and you really want to leave them a one-star review, but before you do, you stop and you think about how that review is going to make their day even shittier than it already is. And you realize spreading more negativity isn't going to make you any happier. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. I get flustered and I think about it. You know, I was annoyed about that experience, but then I have to stop and think, How am I going to turn this negative into a positive or how can I have empathy and think about the person that was acting like that and what space did they react from? So as you set out to be a creative entrepreneur, you're going to start getting those questions that you dread from people that don't have your best interest at heart and don't have a very good mindset of their own and most probably don't even love their own lives. Questions like, who are you to do that? Who are you to be teaching that? Who are you to be charging that? It's not the negative feedback and the negative reviews though. It's about how you react. And that's what I really want to dive into today. So I want to chat to you about how to listen to your haters and how to listen to your fans, how to turn a negative into a positive, how to detach yourself from your business so it's not a personal attack. And you know me, I love to share stories and I love to share some personal stories and reviews that I like to share Um I'm probably a little bit of an oversharer, but I think sometimes stories makes it easier for people to connect with and I get positive and negative reviews on the daily. So this is a subject that I know a lot about and I've got so much to give. So I'm really excited to get into it. So there are three main ways we react to negative reviews. Number one, we like to ignore the review and pretend it never happened. Number two, We like to tell them to go f*** themselves and really dig into a war of who's right and who's wrong. Number three, we react instantly and take action, listening to the concern with empathy and creating an open conversation until the problem is resolved. So today's episode is a juicy one and I'm excited to let you in on some secrets that will help you receive reviews in a different way and help you relieve you from your anxiety of getting a negative review. Before we get started, I want to read out a listener's review. Believe it or not, I get loads of negative reviews for my podcast and they usually pop into my DMs or into my inbox. I don't put too much energy and, you know, I don't really put too much emphasis on them, but I want to read out a little review for you 
that is not the typical five star I usually boast about on my podcast because let's be real, my podcast isn't f***ing perfect and I never say it is. I'm growing and I'm learning and with that, I get loads of unsolicited feedback, advice and reviews and ways I could do things better. So here it is. I listen to podcasts every day and I enjoy how real and raw they are, like you are connecting with the person you're listening to. With your podcast, Jai, I wasn't excited to keep listening on because I knew how scripted it was. It kind of felt the same as reading one of your Instagram captions. It's just not engaging. Ah, that's so helpful. Thank you so much for that review. I hope your day is filled with positivity and happiness because of it. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, like people... They don't want to bring negativity to you and they give you reviews or they give you feedback and they don't mean it or it doesn't come from a bad place. Sometimes they just honestly want to help you and it's good to listen to those reviews. And for something like that, I would say that's constructive criticism because it's telling me what the problem is. Obviously, the problem is my podcast is too scripted for that person. And from that, I can have a takeaway and I can learn something and I can get better and I can grow And you actually need negative and positive reviews and feedback to be able to get to that stage as well. Okay, a couple more things before we get started. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by Pepperstorm Media. If you need a copywriter to create great content for your blog and website, get in touch with these guys. I personally use Pepperstorm Media and I love them. And I'm giving you $100 off the first time you use them. So you seriously can't even afford not to check them out at jialong.co forward slash pepperstorm. So last thing before we get started, I will put some resources together on mindset and negativity and I'll make it into a downloadable PDF just for you. This PDF will be found on the show notes, which as always can be found at jialong.co forward slash blog. Okay, let's not waste any more time and let's dive into the show. Let's talk about two different people you might get negative reviews or negative feedback from. One is from your fans. And so what are fans? Fans to me are people that are your clients or your customers or people that sign up to whatever you're selling or, you know, your mailing list or they're subscribing to your YouTube channel or following you on Instagram. Those people are your fans because they've taken the time out of the day to follow you, to see what you're up to and they even vote with their dollar and they sign up and they pay for your course or they pay for your wedding photography or whatever it is. For the basis of this podcast right now, we're going to call listeners, followers, subscribers, clients, and customers, we're going to call them fans. Everybody else, we're going to call them internet trolls, people that don't really have much to do with you and your business, they don't really know where you come from, and for some reason, they seem to like to hang out a lot on Facebook and on Reddit, and they like to bring people down, and they do it from a space where Maybe it makes them feel better or whatever it is. I actually don't really know, but we are going to talk a little bit more about that. So the way you would react to two different reviews coming from two different people could be totally different as well. Because obviously, if I get an email from an internet troll that just wants to let me know just how much they hate my podcast or how much they don't like my Instagram, it doesn't really affect me because it's not someone that's in my world. It's not a fan or someone I'm looking after or someone that's fallen in love with what I do or someone that I have a connection with. So it's a little bit more empty and I read it and I can glaze over it and I can move on. I don't mind ignoring those things. And for myself and my own sanity, I like to put on my blinkers sometimes and not let 
negativity into my world or to bring me down or to shake me you know i'm very i'm very hyper focused and i know i'm very true to myself so i ask myself the question like is this is this shaking my truth and if it is then i could respond back and i could answer but if it's not there's not really any point of me putting energy into that so the other review is going to come from someone that's actually employed you for your services or they actually signed up and bought you know, whatever it is, or they've, they've purchased a product of you and they just felt underwhelmed or they felt hard done by or unheard or, you know, whatever it is. And they felt so shitty that they went and left a review, which I don't know about you, but it can be hard to leave a negative review. Like I don't usually do that. It's pretty hard to push me to the point where I leave a negative review. So when someone does leave you a negative review, it means a few different things. But one thing is, it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage to publicly shame you. And if they're doing that, there must be a big problem. And that big problem needs to be fixed. So one of the exercises I do with everyone that comes into my workshops is we talk about businesses being a ship. And I want you to disconnect yourself from your business. You're not your business. Even if your business is your name. So even if I'm Jai Long Photography, people don't sign up to Jai Long Photography. And I am not giant long i am not free the bird so free the bird photography is actually my photography business name and so if someone says to me hey you're free the bird i say i'm not my name is jai and i work for free the bird free the bird's a business that i built and i'm proud that i work there but it's not me and i don't do it on my own and i do have staff and you know we have systems and it's a real business it's not just a passion it's not my hobby either so separating yourself from your business means when you get a negative review It's not directed at you personally, even though sometimes people want to bring you down and really personally attack you. And I've had, don't worry, I've had lots of reviews where it's a personal attack, but I still don't take it on board because I think about, you know, where does that review actually come from? How have I failed this person? They're obviously having a bad time on my ship and I need to fix this problem. There's a leak on my ship and it's sinking and I need to fix this. Does that make sense? So really, like step number one is disconnecting yourself from your business, even if it's your name, even if your business is Joe Dirt Photography and you are Joe and it's totally separate. Bad example, by the way, Joe Dirt Photography. I don't know why I thought of that. So here are a couple of reasons why people would leave you a bad review. And here's number one. They feel unheard. If someone's unheard, they will want to be heard and they will leave a review so then their voice is heard. Does that make sense? Next one would be the value wasn't there. So they felt like what they paid, they didn't get as much value back in return. The next one would be the expectations weren't hit. And a lot of the times that's completely your fault because you didn't set the expectations. So if you don't set expectations, It's going to be your undoing because all of a sudden people are going to make up their own expectations and where do those expectations come from? They're made up fantasies that don't exist and if you haven't set them and created expectations, then people just don't know. I can give you lots of examples for that. One example is when I do my workshops on day one, I do a lot to do with like art and creativity and photography and all that kind of stuff, talking about mood and style and none of it is to do with business. And on day two, it's all about creative business. So the reason why that's important is on day one, before we get started, I let everybody know that today 
is just going to be open discussions and it's going to be about art and mood and creativity and all these beautiful things. But day two, there's not much time because there's so much business we've got to get into and I want to get you guys as booked out as you can handle. So if I didn't set those expectations, after day one, people would walk away and go like, oh my God, that workshop was terrible. I thought I was going to learn some marketing. I thought I was going to learn some business and I didn't learn anything. But because I set those expectations, after day one, they all say like, I'm, that was such a good day. I felt so good. I felt relaxed because I know tomorrow we're going to talk about marketing and how to book people and client expectations and experiences and all those things. Does that make sense? So if you don't set those expectations, um, here's another good example. If you're really busy with work and emails and everything like that, and it takes you five days to return a new inquiry, then maybe you should set yourself just an autoresponder that just lets people know, sets those expectations. Like, could say something like, hey, thanks for the inquiry. I'm really busy at the moment, and it does take up to five days for me to respond to my emails, just so you know. It's not always like this, but right now, we have a bigger workload than expected. If you have something like that, then people know, oh, okay, in five days, not a problem. Or for my photo booth business, we have an automatic responder that goes over the weekend. So people get in touch and sometimes they get in touch on Saturday morning and we don't get back to them on Monday. So before I had an automatic responder, people would write back on Sunday night saying, I left you an email two days ago and you didn't get back to me. Like, what's going on? Like, is this a scam? Or they'll, be, they'll feel like they're unheard. And that's just me not setting those expectations because... You know, in my mind, of course, I shouldn't be writing emails on weekends. Like, that just makes sense. But I can't just leave things to common sense. I have to actually set those expectations so people understand what to expect. So, with Free the Bird Photography, which is my wedding photography business, I've had only two negative reviews so far on my Facebook page. And um, they've both been pretty brutal. And they've both have been very personal as well, like very personally attacking me. So I want to tell you about the first one. It was really interesting. It was at a time where I was so busy with wedding photography. I was so busy that I would have client meetings and then people would double book meetings and then they'd be standing out the door and I would have a lineup into my studio of people just wanting to meet me. So this is about four years ago and, you know, business was just booming. Things were going crazy. Everyone's getting married. And when you're that busy and you're shooting weddings every weekend or shooting two or three weddings every weekend and, you know, editing everything and client meetings all weekend or week, sorry, creating albums, doing engagement shoots, all that kind of stuff. So you can imagine, you know, I'm working 10 hours a day every single day, uh, sometimes more. And so things can slip through the cracks. And so what would happen is people will get in touch with me and then I'd say, yes, that I'm available, but I would never hold a date until a deposit's paid. And I felt like that was fair. People would come out and they would meet with me. And then the next day, I would book, book it to someone else that already met with me. And so I'd write them an email and say, hey, I'll just let you know, like, your date's no longer available. And what the problem was, I didn't give people enough time to think about it because I was reacting. I was, my business was a little bit out of control. So I was, I was running it from a place of reaction. So to react to that, I would just, whoever booked in first, I would take the payment, whoever paid the deposit first, and that person would be booked in and everyone else missed out. So there was no cool off period, even when someone would come and meet with me. So I had this lovely couple and they came out to meet with me and it was a really big deal for them because they had two young kids and they showed up to my studio and they pushed in the pram and they had to wait in line and everything. And they voiced to me that it was a big deal because they lived an hour out of town and all the rest of it. 
So they came in and I met with them, lovely couple. And the next day I wrote them an email because somebody else actually inquired. And I just wrote him a nice email saying, hey, so I just got another inquiry. I let him know that I met with you guys last night and I might not be available. But I can't guarantee you that I'm going to be available in the next couple of days because, you know, until I get a deposit, I can't really save a date. Anyway, it turns out about an hour later, the other couple booked me. So I had to write back to the couple that I met with and I said, hey, guys, I'm really sorry to give you the bad news, but I'm actually already booked out now. Here is a list of photographers that I really highly recommend and they're all amazing and you're going to enjoy them. I'm sorry it worked out like this and, you know, have a good day. So a couple of days later, or well, that weekend actually, it was one of the hardest weekends of my life actually because my actual best friend, he actually passed away that weekend and it was just like a life-changing event, I guess. You know, it was a big deal. It happened during the night and I woke up to the news and it was a Saturday and... um yeah, it was just like, you know, it really shifted a lot of things for me and all my friends um, and our community. And so I was dealing with that. And so that night I went to the pub and I was talking to a couple of his best friends as well. And we were just talking about, you know, like how hard it is to grieve and how this shouldn't happen. And a negative review just popped up and it was a one star. And I think it just came at the worst time ever because here's me just, you know, grieving and just feeling terrible. And then all of a sudden someone's kicking my business as well and you know we're so proud of our businesses we love what we do and we, we never want people to speak badly of our businesses i know i don't anyway I'm, I'm talking on behalf of you but i know i don't anyway the review said that i was arrogant i didn't give him any time i was a scam artist because i didn't give him any time to book they couldn't think about it they felt pressured and then i told him that i was already booked out and then i tried to scam him by sending him more photographers and i was pushing my friends onto them um yeah it was it was pretty hard but at the same time i had to look and realize that there was a massive problem i am not booking people the way i should be i'm not looking after people the way i should be and i realized you know it they're not having a bad experience of me they're having a bad experience of my ship and my ship has a, a shitty system and that system can be fixed so i shared that review onto my facebook wall and i apologized to those people And I took full responsibility and I said, I'm sorry, I don't mean to ever make anyone feel like this. My business is out of control. I do have too much work and there's too many bookings. I do need to, you know, systemize things. And the thing was, my my business was growing at such a pace where it was, it used to be, you know, I'd make a hundred thousand, then it was going up two, three, four, and then I'm trying to hang on, but my systems wouldn't be able to push, you know, that kind of growth. So I had to take a second and a step back and go, wait a second, like, Jai, you need to fix this. So I put a shout out on Instagram and Facebook and I shared that review with everybody. And I said, hey, guys, if you've ever had a bad experience with me, I understand how you feel and I'm so sorry about this, but I don't know how to fix this and I need your help. Like, how can I better serve you, the people that are trying to book my services, but are feeling like there's pressure and and so and so. And from that, I had an open discussion. Um, That Facebook post went viral and people would write things like, this is how you're supposed to respond to a review. And um, old clients were jumping on there and, you know, they were giving me testimonials of like, no, Giles, amazing. There was all sorts of things going on. But what I did learn is I learned how to fix the problem. And then once I fixed the problem and because I did share their review and I apologized so openly, they end up deleting their review as well because they all of a sudden felt heard and they could see that I was genuine. I wasn't trying to push my friends onto them. I wasn't trying to rip them off or give them a bad experience. It's not what I'm about. But sometimes things are out of my control. 
Did you know, optimizing the copy on your website can help allow your traffic to fall in love with your brand, get you a much higher conversion rate, and get you more traffic from search engines? I've been using Pepperstone Media for years, so I know what good copy can do. If this is one piece of the puzzle your business is lacking, I am giving you $100 US off a Pepperstorm copywriting package so you too can have killer copy that converts on your website. Just use the code MAKEYOURBREAK. For all the information, head over to jialong.co forward slash pepperstorm. That's jialong.co forward slash pepperstorm. So I actually got another really bad review just a few weeks ago. I don't know if you've seen it. I did share it on my Facebook. I shared it on my Instagram. And it was a negative review from a client about a year ago, I think, maybe six months ago. And they voiced that they weren't happy. Their expectations weren't met. It was a really hard wedding for me to shoot because it was at night time. And they, I guess at the end of the day, like their expectations weren't ever going to get met um, for what they wanted to what I could deliver. And that's fair. Um, I did offer refunds, I offered to shoot more portraits, I offered all sorts of things. They declined and then they left me a review and once I got the review, and it was very personal as well, they said things like, you know, I am an expert in taking crappy position photos, I could never finish college or I wouldn't be able to get a college degree and, and things like that. But the thing was, I need to come from a perspective of empathy. i got to understand, like, where do these people come from? What are they actually saying? And when I read it, you know, as hurtful as they're trying to make it, I could read it and go, oh, they're not being heard. I'm not listening to them. That's what the problem is. And even if they've said things that I felt like weren't true or, you know, I could have retaliated and said, like, that's not true or this is not true. I, I did offer you something. It's not what they wanted to hear. And I had to just, I had to apologize and say, you know, I take full responsibility of everything that you're saying. Everything you're saying is completely true. And I apologize. And I shared it on my Facebook and I shared it on my Instagram so everybody could read it. Because I'm not trying to hide negative reviews. I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect wedding photographer. And if someone tells you that they are, they've got a perfect business, then I would say something's up. But I am not perfect. And I, all I can do is I can try my best. The thing is, it doesn't shake me. And it because I'm not my business and I know they're having a bad review or a bad experience with my ship. They don't shake me. The other reason why they don't shake me is because it's not affecting my truth. I know deep down that what I'm doing is I am doing my best, you know, and I don't need to prove my ego to anybody or prove my worth and retaliate and say, that's not true. There is no one I need to prove myself to because I know my own truth. And when you know your own truth, then you become unshakable Because how can somebody tell somebody that believes in themselves that something's not right? So it comes down to something else. And then having empathy as well. Where does this person come from? Do they have a bad experience on their whole wedding? Um, Truth be told, that could be the truth. I, I don't know if this person listens to my podcast and I don't want to say too much on here because I don't want to spread any kind of negativity. But maybe that person didn't have a great experience with the wedding and then maybe I was the easiest scapegoat. It could be something as simple as that. So I need to come in with empathy and understand their point of view and how they felt and how big of a deal a wedding is and how big of a deal is that their expectations weren't met. And maybe it was my fault because I didn't set the right expectations. So I had a negative review with my photo booth and that was a hard one to deal with because um, Sarah, the manager of Heartbreak Hotel, she was getting phone calls 
a day after a wedding and a bride and a groom were on their way to a honeymoon and they were ringing up Sarah, yelling at Sarah, just telling her that we ruined her wedding. So I rang up the bride and groom to see, you know, how did I ruin someone's wedding? Like how can someone's wedding get ruined by a photo booth? I don't know. But it just turns out that they just were not happy. So what happened was in the designing process, we designed the photo strips and we put names and dates on there usually. And this date had Roman numerals and they were supposed to check over the date before they approved it, but they approved it. And one of the Roman numerals was missing an I, which changed the total date. So even though they approved it, they were blaming us. And it was a hard mistake for anyone to pick up. And it's really hard for us. The problem is with that review was they just would not even allow me to apologize because they just kept yelling and yelling and yelling. And as soon as I would try and talk to them, I couldn't get a word in. And then I would hang up the phone and then I'd ring them back. And then I'd ring them back an hour later. And I just couldn't get through to them. So again, I think I just had to listen. I just put my phone down and allowed them to scream into the phone because they just wanted me to hear how frustrated they were about how we ruined their wedding day with having the wrong date on their photo strips. I fixed the problem, you know, once they calmed down and I had a chat to them and I told them how everything works out. But again, sometimes it's just hard to deal with people. So I get lots of um, negative reviews for my podcast, which is an interesting one because I'm sometimes I'm like, what, why would you leave me a review or why would you send me something negative when I've just put out something that's positive, that's helping people? And you don't have to listen to it. So sometimes that's an interesting concept. Uh, I get three different reasons why people don't like it. Reason number one is I get educators and people in the workshop space don't like it because they think I'm giving away too much valuable content. They think I'm giving away too much of what's in their workshops and then they can't sell their workshops. I think the thing is with that, they're feeling insecure about their own workshops, not about me and my podcast. So with my podcast, Make Your Break, I do get negative reviews and feedback and DMs and emails and all that kind of stuff. And it usually comes from three different reasons. So one reason is there's a lot of educators and workshop people out there that think I'm giving away too much valuable content. And that sounds interesting. Why would someone give me negative feedback from that? But it comes back with just feeling insecure. If you're trying to sell workshops on the content that I'm actually giving away for free on a podcast, it's their own insecurity. It's not me giving away too much. They're not feeling secure about themselves and the way they're delivering the content and if the content's actually valuable enough and if people are willing to pay for their expertise. So, you know, it's just sort of pushing on the buck onto someone else and finding a reason why they're not succeeding. And in my podcast could be a perfect escape route. Number two, people think it's scripted too scripted they say it's great content but it's too scripted and it's hard to listen to i mean that's a valuable point i need to write less and talk off the cuff more so something that i'm learning and number three is that my podcast content is too basic i'm not giving away enough valuable content it's too hard to listen to because i'm only scraping the surface i need to dig deeper and i need to give away more so it's the complete opposite to the other one But it's just interesting. I just want to share those things with you because I do get these on the daily. And if you're putting yourself out into the world in the spotlight, creating free content for people, creating anything that people are going to have an opinion on, people will have an opinion and it's not always positive. So I want to just talk about a couple of different things here. With all these people that send in negative feedback and send in negative reviews to yourself or to myself or to anybody else, I want you to be 
unmovable and unshakable. And the way that you do that is separating yourself from your business. And it's also having the confidence in what you're putting out there. So I'm not talking about ego. I'm talking about confidence, you know, your own truth. Like how do I feel when I'm putting this out there? Does it make me feel good? Or is this something that people are going to hate? And if you are putting something out there that people are going to hate, like understand that people are going to hate it as well. Like people are entitled to their opinion. And on the internet these days, they're definitely going to give you an opinion. Okay. So when you're reading a bad review or something negative that's getting thrown towards you, I want you to ask yourself a few questions. And these questions are really going to help you with your mindset. So the first one is, what is the truth? Does this negativity undermine my truth? So when I say the truth, I'm not talking about the truth of the matter. I'm talking about your truth. Is it shaking you because it's not your truth? Or were you being unauthentic when you did so-and-so and someone called you out? Or are you being truthful? Are you being authentic? And if you are, why would this review shake you? What do I really want to feel or create in this situation? And how can I move towards that? So that's another question. Like, what do you want to feel? And how is the outcome going to play out? What outcome do you want? And how are you going to get yourself there? How can you make the best of this situation? We can all turn a negative into a positive, And it just comes down to your mindset and how you see it. But there's no doubt in my mind that you can't change a negative review or, you know, a hater into a lover or a hater into a fan if you approach it the right way and you react in the right way. How can I see this review in a different way? So how can you allow the review or the feedback to help you grow? How can you allow it for you to grow? Does that make sense? Whenever I get negative feedback, I always look at it. I look at it very subjectively and I know it's not for me personally. I know it's for my business. So I look at it subjectively and I think about how can I make this grow my business and change it into a positive and get me a leg up onto whatever I'm doing. The last one I want you to think about is what can I be grateful for in this moment? So what can I be grateful for in this moment? So you just received your bad review. You got some you know, negative feedback in your inbox or wherever it is. Think about all the positive stuff you get in your life. Think about all the people that love what you do and they've signed up to whatever you've got going on and they are a fan. Think about all those fans. Be grateful. Be grateful for the business that you've built that you're proud of. Does that make sense? It can be really hard, especially when you're in that situation where something just, you know, hits you like a ton of bricks and you're just feeling shit about yourself Because someone's trying to bring you down. But don't allow it to shake you or to move you. Be truthful to yourself. Be authentic. Have empathy. Know that it's coming from a place where that person is seriously having a shit life. And you are not the shit part of their life. It's just you're the last memory they had. So then they wanted to reach out to you. It's not all about you. But if you've got empathy and you understand where they come from. Or what kind of place that they're speaking from then all of a sudden you're going to have a leg up and you're going to be able to get through the bad review and you're going to be able to make a change and you're going to be able to grow from the experience. Last thing I want to say is the people that you surround yourself with, you always got to know that you need to play a bigger game and you got to be confident. The people that are doing big things, they will never bring you down. People with big dreams and big ambitions, and I call them high-frequency movers, they're not that they're like high frequency movers that they're not on Facebook groups and in Reddit and places like that trying to bring people down. They're the people that 
people would sign up for for mentoring or they'll go to their workshop or you know they want to surround themselves with those people but you too can be one of those people a high frequency mover and you don't need to get into the petty little things and prove points and push your ego around and things like that sometimes just being selfless and surrounding yourself with like-minded people that are in the same boat as you they're not being petty with you they're not trying to bring you down or bring you negative energy and negative thoughts and negative feedback and things like that when it's not needed and remember you need to be confident in yourself and that all just comes back to knowing your own truth so i'm going to leave a few resources in the show notes for this which is at jialong.co forward slash blog i really hope that some of these insights got you thinking a little bit especially about getting negative reviews yourself or giving negative reviews as well And I didn't want this podcast episode to be anything but positive because I see negative reviews as positive. Like I, it's, I'm kind of, I'm a bit, a bit of a weirdo. I actually don't mind getting negative reviews because when I see them, I'm like, oh, someone was brave enough to confront me, to tell me that there's a problem. And from that problem, I can actually fix that. And now that I know there's a problem there, then I know the next steps to take. You can totally turn it into an absolute positive If you train your mindset to have a growth mindset and know that you're unshakable because you know your own truth. So you've been listening to Jai Long once again, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. And I'm going to see you next time. Spread the love and create opportunities for the people around you. Make your break is brought to you by Jai Long and produced at our in-house studio Free the Bird Productions. We love creating opportunities for you and hope you'll share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. For more information on this podcast, our online courses, products, workshops, or just want to say hi, we're here for you at jailong.co.